keeping you posted on the biggest contest in football. This is The Rivalry. Hey, we are back with The Rivalry Podcast. Thanks again for listening in. We only have two episodes left after that, so we're thankful wow. that you're here for Yeah, it. you're right. We've done a whole season. I can't believe it. The season has both taken forever and flown by. How the heck are you this morning? I- I'm good. Well, I was good, and then you mentioned, hey, football's ending soon, and that's what I like to call the season of darkness, because I'm... <laughs> Other than Michigan's whole season, right. That's so unnecessary. Uh, Speaking of Michigan, we will get into Michigan-Florida. We've got the Ohio State game coming up in the Rose Bowl, and we will preview as well, because, of course, you have to talk about the semifinal games coming up on December the 29th. So we'll get into that. Mitch, where do you want to start today? I want to start with reminding people that we will not be here next week. Great reminder. Nobody wants to listen to us most of the time, but especially on a Christmas time. So we'll have a week off, and then we'll have the predictions of the national championship Mm -hmm. game the following week and then we'll do a recap and that'll be it for the 2018 season of the rivalry podcast thanks again for listening all season you guys have been great at jace and mitch shameless plug and uh we're excited to be back and bigger than ever next season so what what does that even mean what does it mean to come back bigger than ever? What? We well, I got put on some weight. What are we? What are absolutely. we looking at? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Just what? I'm just <laughs> no trying to ask questions that need answering. At some promo items, if people want to get their Ooh. hands on some things, I have heard they rumors. Can listen in. It's so gonna be nice. That's gonna happen. It's time for January Madness, and what that means Ooh, is there's like a lot that. of games happening at the same time. So get those multiple screens ready. Can I just say I love this time of year. In my home growing up, my dad would take the furniture. I kid you not. He still does this to this day. It's just him and my mom at home. He'll Mm -hmm. still do this. Mm -hmm. He'll arrange the furniture to be closer to the TV than it already is and kind of barricade the TV in so no one can walk in front of him. (laughs) And we also, my brother and I still do this. We, We make these little English muffin pizzas. Get yourself an English muffin. Quick recipe for you. Yeah, I know. This wow. is not what you expect. Rivalry today. exclusive content. Little little Eng- English muffins. Cut them in half. Put them on a on a tray. Toast them. Pizza. Little pizza sauce. Little cheese. Toast them again with some pepperoni on there. Oh, tradition. Tradition well, lives on. Love that. You can expect that in my home. Uh, okay, so, so now everybody's invited so to take this place. First. Now that you've arranged the furniture, you got your English muffin pizzas. Let's talk about the Peach Bowl. So for Michigan, two notable uh, injuries or at least absences: uh, Rashawn Gary with that uh, you know, shoulder a little bit dinged up and declaring for the NFL, going to be a top five draft pick. He's already said, "Hey, I, I'm done. I'm going to set the bowl game out," as tends to be pretty common for a lot of players yep. now. This morning, actually, saw a another update. Devin Bush will also not be playing in the bowl game. Uh, he had planned to. I think we even referenced that last podcast. He has still not been cleared medically to play. You remember he had an injury uh, about halfway, maybe later on in the third quarter during that Ohio State game. He's not been cleared to play. Also being a high draft pick, the combination of those things, he will sit out. So Michigan will be without two of their top defensive players. Yeah, it's a big deal. You will, however, expect to see Chase Winovich, and he's going to play like a man with all that golden hair on fire, I'm sure, in his last game for the Mason Blue. So Michigan down a few guys, but I'll tell you what, I would not want to be Florida in this game. Michigan has got a bad taste in their mouth. It's only been, it's been, as of recording, it's been less than a month since that Ohio State game. For Michigan fans, this feels like it's been years. Oh, gosh. It feels like years Let for me. Let me tell you, it feels like years. So you've got a Michigan team, especially a guy like Chase, who knows he's not 100%, knows he didn't play super well against Ohio State, who gets to go out there and leave it all on the field. Yep. 
Michigan's defense, I think, is going to be a bit much for a, a Florida team that really has not impressed me all that much this year. I completely agree. ESPN has them at a 65% chance to win and eight-point favorites. I think that it's going to be a little closer than what ESPN says because of those players going away. I think it'll be around a seven-point and it's getting closer to a 55. I I do think Michigan will win, but I think it'll be closer than what people think. Again, this is a 7 versus 10 matchup, so it's going to be a good game. It's going to come on at noon on the 29th if you guys were interested. One thing that I always love about this time of year is researching what the players get for gifts at all of these bowl games. Okay. So I have a little tidbit of all of this for every bowl game that we cover today for the Peach Bowl, which is sponsored by Chick-fil-A. So Beautiful. That's fantastic. Beautiful. Everybody gets a, th- all the players get a $300 vanilla Visa gift card. I don't know what a vanilla Visa gift card it is. It sounds fancy, It though. does sound fancy. They get a, chick- a Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl fossil watch. Jesus to- approved. So that's nice. A Mophie Power Station XL, which is like a charging block for your phone That's and stuff. That's nice. Yeah, road and an trips. Amazon Echo Dot and a souvenir football. So all That's, in all, not a bad not little bad. swag bag there. Not bad. Not so a bad a cool swag, bag swag bag at all. Bag. All that to say, I think Michigan will win. I think they'll be so excited about their gift card that they'll take the field <laughs> and just really, again, trying to cover up that stress and anger from the game that happened almost a month ago. You know, I, I think even without the the defensive pieces, I think I think Michigan covers the I, I have Michigan covering the spread and then some. Mm-hmm. Uh Florida to me, Florida has lost to Kentucky, to Georgia, to Missouri. LSU, you could argue maybe Mississippi State, but LSU is really the only notable win that Florida has this year. Um interesting. I did not realize this. Michigan has never lost to Florida. Four and oh. No way. I didn't know that. Three of those four, by the way, I feel like they've come in the last four years. But uh, <laughs> Michigan is four and all, all time. And Michigan has never scored less than 33 points. Mm. I have Michigan 41 to 20. I, I do not think it's going to be close because, again, we're looking at the defensive side of the ball. And I think Florida is susceptible to turnovers and pressure from Chase. Um, Quiddy Pay should have a good day as well. I assume he'll be he'll be in there for Rashawn. But that's not even talking about Michigan's offense. Which, again, looked, even in the Ohio State game, still put up 40 points. Yeah, absolutely. So I think Michigan's offense is going to be the time of possession that they play. The receivers out there, DPJ, Nico Collins, you know, these guys have a bad taste in their mouths, too. Just like the defense, you know, they played fine, but they lost the game just like the defense did. So I I just think Michigan's going to be too much for Florida. I I like Michigan big in this one. I have 42-35 Michigan, but I don't think it will seem as close as what the score says. I think that they'll take an early lead and then it'll be like a a last second push from Florida to make it seem Michigan dropped a stinker against an SEC team last year, too, in one of the most just anemic games I've ever seen in the bowl season for Michigan. So I I think Michigan covers this one. Right, absolutely. Moving on to the Rose Bowl, January 1st at 5 o'clock. It's when Ohio State takes on Washington. ESPN has this at a 56% chance that Ohio State will win. They are seven-point favorites. So again, statistically, another close game. I also don't think that this will look close. This is Urban Meyer's last time on the sidelines. If there was ever motivation for an Ohio State team to play well, it's going to be in California at the Rose Bowl for Ohio State or for Urban Meyer's last mm-hmm. game. Talk about motivation. Well, and you've got guys too, like Draymond Jones, who's going to go to the NFL. You've got question marks around Dwayne Haskins. Like these are guys who are either playing Paris Campbell and serious guys who are either playing in or could be, and I think Dwayne will go 
probably playing in their last games. There's been some serious question marks around Dwayne Haskins in just the last couple of days because Mike Weber says, all right, I'm done. I'm going to play, but then I am out. I'm going to the NFL. And then Dwayne Haskins tweeted, I don't know if you saw this. I did, yeah. He tweeted, Mike, one more year. Or he said, one more year, Mikey, with the little like a teary-eyed face. So and I'm it's, thinking, it's hard to tell, though, what whether does that or not. Mean? Right, it's hard, and you can speculate, and that's what people, we love to do. That's why we have this podcast. It's hard to tell. Is he being serious? Is he, what, who knows? And we, the reality is, you won't know until after the Rose Bowl game. Yep. You, you, you will not know. But, point being, there is, it's not going to be a lack of motivation. And also, there are a number of Ohio State players just like there are fans who if they if they don't feel snubbed from the playoff though I think that there is some of that sentiment though I would hope that they would look at the bigger picture and say nah we we probably blew our shot yep who are at least a little bit salty over the where they were ranked next to Georgia you are not lacking motivation to go into the Rose Bowl and not beat up any on motivation Washington at all by the way the Pac-12 is garbage we all know that. We've, said, We've said that the entire season long. Washington just played one of the worst conference championship games I've ever seen. It was horrible. They they beat Utah for the second time. Wow. Thanks, Pac-12. Wow, that's that's really, really gung-ho there. Um, and by the way, Washington not only stumbled through their schedule to beat Utah the second time, they played one Power 5 conference team outside the Pac-12. That was Auburn, and they got beat. So I, I, I'm with you. I do not expect a close game here. I, I'm excited about this. Everybody at the beginning of the season had Washington in the final four and moving on to the national championship, and then the whole season happened, and we were right that Washington is just bad. So I'm excited about this. They're gonna, the players are going to feel really good when they walk in with their new fossil watches, their new backpacks, their new snapback adjustable Rose Bowl hat. If you're flying to the Rose Bowl from Columbus, like as a player, how are you getting all this stuff back on? Like, I'm sure that they've got, like, their little, like, oh, this is the team play. I don't know how it works. But, I mean, like, how many checked bags are you allowed? Probably a lot. This a just, these team. are the questions that yeah. need answer. Anyway, a little disappointed in the gifts for the <laughs> so Rose Bowl. It's like, anyway, okay. Anyway, we're moving on from there. It's the Rose Bowl. It's the first bowl game ever. It was in 1902, so that's kind of fun. I think, again, I think Ohio State will absolutely destroy Washington. Do you have a score prediction? Oh, yeah. For the Ohio State game? A lot or, or to just... a little, Ohio State. <laughs> I have uh, I have the same, 55-20. All right, that's exactly verbatim <laughs> what I said. Yep. All right, the Cotton Eye Bowl. Yeah, I thought we were done with this. Uh, Notre Dame and Clemson. Happening December 29th at 4 p.m. for all of those who are interested. ESPN has 71% chance that Clemson will win this game. I think if Notre Dame has a chance to win, I think it's going to come down to coaching. It's going to be Brian Kelly versus Dabo Sweeney. Because these teams are both pretty good. I think Notre Dame has gotten a lot of flack because they haven't played a conference game, which I kind of agree with. I think that they should play a conference title game. I agree. I do think that it'll be closer than what people are talking about. I think that Trevor Lawrence is an amazing quarterback. I think that... I think that there are good and bad things to both of these teams, but I do think that it'll be closer than what people think. I think it's going to come down to coaching, and Brian Kelly's a pretty good coach. Clemson will win by a touchdown. I think it'll be 42-35. That's just my number <laughs> That was today, a weak Corso moment if I've ever heard it. You know, he's a really good coach. Clemson by touchdown. <laughs> like, still just Not flipping around so there. so fast. So I, I wanted to look a little bit closer at these schedules, right? Because I think there was a lot of talk about, and I, I happen to, to kind of agree with it about, well, Notre Dame is undefeated, but do they really deserve to get in? So I, I dove a little bit into each of these teams' schedules. Notre Dame played, and these would be, you know, at least – somewhat notable wins, right? Regardless of what you'd think about a team like Syracuse. Um, 
But Notre Dame played Northwestern, USC, Syracuse, and Michigan. It's kind of their four big games. Yep. Uh, Northwestern and USC, by the way, on the road. Yep. Clemson played Texas A&M and Syracuse. Those are really their only two major games, and A&M was the only one that was on the road. So I, I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at rankings, because, again, we saw from the Michigan-Ohio State game, that does not always tell the story, right? Uh, Clemson has the number four defense and the number five offense, so a very high-powered, Huge. strong team. Notre Dame, 21st-ranked defense, 28th-ranked offense, but... I'll argue that's more even than those numbers look. If you look at the schedule, you look at the strength of schedule, I think Clemson playing in the ACC gets a little bit of a boost. So Notre Dame actually plays a tougher schedule as an independent yep. than Clemson does just by nature of Clemson has to play the team, Wake Forest, Florida State, all that. So all that to say, in the last podcast, I actually picked Clemson to win this game and to beat the Alabama-Oklahoma winner. I have flipped that. I think Notre Dame by one point. I've got a <laughs> I've got a 31 to 30 score Weird. for Notre Dame over Clemson strictly because I think Notre Dame is better because their schedule was stronger and Clemson's numbers got a little inflated. So I agree with you it's going to be closer than people think, but I think Notre Dame finds a way to do just enough to get through. I still think Clemson is the more talented team. You're right. I'm looking at these numbers of points per game. Clemson's got 45, Notre Dame has 38 points allowed. Clemson's got 13, Notre Dame has 17. I mean, Clemson is better in absolutely yeah, don't get me wrong. Clemson's every an incredible category. Team. Rush yards, pass yards, allowed, it's it's all better. I do think they're the more talented team. I think it'll be a close game, but I think Clemson wins. Moving on to the Orange Bowl happening 12-29 at 8 p.m. We've got Oklahoma versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama is at a 74% chance to win this game. A 14-point spread is what Las Vegas gives them. I do not disagree. I think Kyler Murray and that offense is very, very good. I think having a Heisman winner and the offense that have put up a ridiculous amount of points every game. They put up 49 points per game. That's unbelievable. But their defense is absolutely atrocious. They have allowed 32 points per game throughout the entire season. And I think in the last month, it was like 45 points per game. You want to know where their defense, and again, rankings taken with a grain of salt, but you want to know where their defense is ranked? I love this. Is it dead last? Alabama has the, for context, Alabama has the number 10 defense, total defense in the country. Oklahoma's is 108. It's pretty close to being dead last. You want to know who's ahead of them? Rutgers. Oh. By nearly 40 spots. Oh. That's, That's so not good bad. when Tua Tagovailoa and Jalen Hurts are throwing the ball on you. That is so bad. Yeah, I mean, I, we were just talking about the last game, how ooh, one team has it better in every single category. Alabama has it better than ever in every single category. I think this will not seem like a close game. I think it'll be fun to watch for one quarter, and then afterwards people are just going to say, okay, Alabama's moving on. I I disagree a little bit. So I agree with just about everything that you said. I don't really agree with that last point. I think the game will be, it will be watchable into the fourth quarter. I don't, why? I think that you've got, you've got a little bit of an X factor for both teams. You've got, uh, to his ankle is a little bit of a question mark. Now, Nick Saban says he's ahead of schedule. And also when Jalen Hurts is your backup, you're, right. you're looking good. Yeah. For Kyler Murray, kind of the X factor is wide receiver Marquise Brown is still questionable. Uh, Lincoln Riley's not really saying much. Right. Um, I think if, let's go ahead and say that Brown plays with Murray. 
I think the game stays close into the fourth quarter. I agree, though. I think it the two score spread, the 14 points. I think Alabama meets the spread, um, covers it. But I, I, I've got a 45-31 for Bama. I, I don't think that Alabama just you know hangs close and then blows them out of the water. I think it stays close enough. You but think you start, Alabama only scores 45 points? Because I think... Because of the way that I think the game will play out when I think you get to the fourth quarter and Alabama's got the lead, it it slowly has stretched, but it's not quite a blowout yet. And then I think they start to run the ball. And that's why I think they don't score more than 45, because I think they're going to start playing clock management, try to save Tua, try to save Jalen a little bit. I think Alabama that's why scores I think they more kind than of 60 back. points in this game. No way. Absolutely. Either I mean, we agree either way that Alabama will win this football game. I think you're not giving Oklahoma enough credit. But I think the their offense time. is great. I think Oklahoma's <laughs> offense will score 28 points on Alabama. You just don't think they can stop I them. I think their defense is so bad that Alabama will, with style points to move on to the championship, will put up more than 60 points. And the reality is that likely Alabama will beat Clemson or Notre Dame. Yes. So, and then I think Nick Saban retires. I've said that for the last couple of episodes. I think that's what it is. Yeah, we won't get ahead of ourselves. We'll preview that. Uh, not next week. We'll be off for Christmas, but the following week we'll preview that national title game. A few reflections on the semis yep. on Michigan and Ohio State. Mitch, you have anything else before we wrap up here for Merry before Christmas? Merry Christmas, everybody, and Happy New Year. We will see you soon. Not just a game. It's the game. You're listening to The Rivalry.